When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. His first year as head coach with the Brisbane Broncos, of course, that is club legend Kevy Walters. How are you, Kevy? Hey, good afternoon, gents. Yeah, it's going well, thanks. Looking forward to... Uh, the weekend's trial against the Cowboys, of course, and then the weekend off and then into Parramatta for round yeah. one, which is, yeah, it's all very exciting. Start to smell the danker up. Hey, before we start talking about the footy, how's Alan been? You, you <laughs> mate Alan Lang. How's it been linking with him again? No, leave the mateship out of it, mate. He's, he's no mate of mine. Uh, <laughs> no, look, he's been good. He's a Bronco through and through and a terrific guy to have around the place, just his knowledge and his... Um, the way he just you know goes about his business, it's great to have him around, yeah. and you know he's he's like everyone disappointed with what happened last year, you know at the Broncos, but uh, we're about fixing that up this year and making sure that we do everything that we can to you know get the club back on track. Kevin, you've had a few challenges in the off season. Um, what has been the biggest one for you taking over as the coach at the Broncos? Uh, the big one for mine has been uh, you know just working on our defensive patterns and our and our structure and defence last year. You know, I think they were the worst defensive team. We'll pretty much last at everything, the Broncos. So that's where we started. We know that the you know the good premiership teams um, and the teams that you know go well into September or October, whenever the grand final is these days, um, they've got you know good defensive structures. So that's what we've been working on. And the other thing is the you know the togetherness of of the the players. And you know, it was pretty humbling for them you know last year with what happened and. Um, you know, I guess you lose a lot of confidence, you lose a lot of faith in those around you, and you just try to go and you know, solve things by yourself. So that's been our big thing, is getting that togetherness there again with the Broncos and also working you know, really hard with our defensive patterns and our defensive structures. Yeah, pretty important, the unity, isn't it? Now, to be a Pangai Jr., like he's one of my favourite players when he's on, Kevy. When taking the role, mm. was one of your discussions with him how important he is to be on the field as opposed to being off it? Well, that's right, Sats, and that happened a lot last year for different reasons. With the, you know the, the top sort of ten players not being involved in the season as such, a lot of them were either suspended, like Tavita was, or injured. Matt Lodge spent a lot of time on the sidelines with injuries. Anthony Milford was the same. Um, so, you know, I guess this year for us, it's about getting those you know those your key players, your best players, on the field regularly and getting them you know playing at a level where they're capable of and and what's expected of them. In Tavita at his best, you know. Yeah, wouldn't find too many better forwards, you know, in the competition uh, with his explosiveness and his power and the way he can change games. But at his worst, and we've, we've seen some of that last year as well, um, you know, he's sort of no value to anyone. So we need to get him on the field and playing the football that, that he's capable of. Now, there's been so many big signings. Well, there is every pre-season, off-season, Kevy, and there's one that's flown under the radar. And I think you guys got one of the one of the better ones. I think he's one of the most skillful forwards we've seen in the modern game for a long time. And, of course, that's John Asiata. Is, is he the player that, yeah. for you, who is such an attacking player, that, that adds that dimension that the Broncos haven't had, especially last year? 
Yeah, exactly, Sats. You know, as you say, he's a kind of skillful player, a very skillful player, and he brings a, a different dimension to our tactic. We've got a lot of mobile, hostile forwards, you, you know, middlemen that can make yards and bust tackles, but this guy's our creator, and, you know, he's great for our mix in the side. He also, and even more importantly, you know, away from the football field and, and off the field, he's been a great leader for our younger forwards as well, you know, Good mentor for them. He's got good experience now. He's a premiership winner with the Cowboys in 2015. And, uh, yeah, we, we've picked up a, a good one there. From what we've seen so far from John, he's been outstanding for us. Is he potentially captain material, mate? And are you close to making a decision around the skipper? Yeah, we're, we're very close to making a decision. Alex Glenn um, will captain the side, you know, this Saturday night. It's his testimonial game in, in a all things being equal, you know, I think Alex uh, is the right person as well to, you know, to lead the club forward uh, for the 2021 season. He's Everyone had a tough year last year and Alex uh, was one of those players with injuries and the like and the way the club went. So we'll give him the opportunity. You know, I've worked with Alex a little bit in the past when I had different times at the club and I always found him above anything else as a club man and a good Broncos man. So that's what we need to lead this club, you know, for the 2021 season. Oh, yeah. Kevy, there's been a lot of talk in the last 24 hours. Corey Parker's come out and said, you know, he didn't hear from you and all that sort of stuff. And Sats and I have actually mm. dueled about this, you know, on air a bit. And I, and I we, first of all, what was his role uh, in in the coaching team? Was it a senior coaching role, or, or was it just as a consultant? No, I, well, again, again, I believe I don't know have all the information because I wasn't at the club last year, and I, I used to work with Corey at Fox, and he yeah. he was. Um, uh, through the COVID period, couldn't work at the club, so I, I'm, I'm not sure 100% what his role was last year. But I just felt, uh, you know, last year for this coming season that we needed some experienced coaches around our, our younger squad, our young players, and we picked up those two in John Cartwright and Terry Madison. Both have coached for you know for 20 years or more. Both have had senior coaching roles, uh, both here and overseas. So the experience factor for mine was that was the telling tale, and I've been really pleased with. You know what, what we've come, how we've come together as a package. You know, because obviously it's a it's a team event, and also from a coaching point of view, mm. it's a team event as well. So yeah, and Corey, yeah, look, I understand he's a little bit upset. Um, he's been a great Broncos player, and he was involved with the club uh, in what capacity? I'm not entirely sure. Last year, I think he was doing some defensive work with with the players, but you know, we've just gone down a different path, and um, certainly respect everything that Corey's done in the game, and you know. I've, uh, you know, I wish him well. Um, I'm sure he'll be back at the Broncos, you know, at some stage in the near future. Now, Kevy, uh, we spoke to Johnny Cartwright last week, your, your mate from 1990. He's, he blames you for getting pepper sprayed in France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, probably was me. I was, I was the cheeky one that couldn't fight, and Cardi was the big one that could. So, um, yeah, I, I hid behind him, mate, and he copped, actually, he copped most of the macing that night, uh, being the bigger man at the front. <laughs> Uh, but that was quite an experience. It was a very, it was a bonding experience. We thought they were bloody hard. We could understand for a start what they were saying, but geez, when they hit us with the mace, <laughs> they hit us pretty hard. I can tell you. <laughs> hey, um, hey, Kevin, you had a trial last week against Wynnum and you know, Tavita and Matty Lodge, and a, a few of the first graders played. What do you take from those trials against your feeder club? Do you take much from those at all? Or is it just about purely about those senior players getting minutes under their belt? Well, that was a big one for us, was to give, um, you know, Tavita and Matt Lodge. Uh, Tessie played as well. Tessie Nee, mm-hmm. who, you know, looks like being one of our, our centres to, to start the season. Um, Jesse Arthur's another one in contention, you know, for a first-grade spot, you know, for round one. So it's a few of those guys that 
um, needed to play, as well as giving an opportunity to some of the younger ones that have trained and trialled with us, you know, over that uh, period, over that, you know, sort of Christmas and then uh, post-Christmas. So, yeah, did we get much out of it? Yeah, you always get things out of trials, you know. It was, it was a good hit out for our, our players. It was a good hit out for Wynnum. I thought Wynnum showed some really promising signs uh, for their season, you know, ahead in the Intra Super Cup, and they've been a good, strong club, haven't they, yeah. for the last, you know, three mm. or four years. So um, it was a good experience here for us. Uh, we look forward now to this weekend against the Cowboys, you know, and looking to, to improve even more from what, what we started on last week. Now, the kid I've been watching since he was about 14 or 15, Kevy, and you've sent a fair bit of him now over the over the preseason, young Reese Walsh, and like trying to yeah. tell many people who want to listen about up-and-coming potential NRL players. You, you yeah. like the attributes of what you've seen with this young fullback? Yeah, I certainly do, Sats, and uh, you've, sounds like you've seen a lot more of him than that of I have seen him. Played a couple of times for Queensland, and a little bit in the under 18 class, or two years ago now, wasn't it? When they won the, um, yeah, the uh, national the, title, the, yeah. the Melbourne Inga mm. national title, yeah. So, yeah, he's come in, hasn't played. Unfortunately, for the sad thing for a lot of these young players, they just missed a whole you know, season of rugby league last year. I think Reese had one game in an under, under 18s game, or, and then that was it for the season for him. And all he could do all year was train. So, I'm really happy, and, and everyone is you know, around the game that our that our grassroots and, and our and our pathway systems are, are back up and running for this year. At this stage, they are anyway. The Intrust Super Cup has been such a mm. wonderful breeding ground. And Sats, you've seen them all come through mm. with your commentary over the years, you know, with Channel Nine. That the, the pathway here, and you, you need to to do your time at Intrust Super Cup level. And you know, from the great Cameron Smith, you know, he had a good season at Norse way back in was it two thousand and one. Yep. You know, Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk, all these players. Matt Gillette, you know, they've all come through the intrust system. So it's good that Reese will be able to cut his teeth in there. And, and if he's that good, well, he'll get a game in first grade. But right now we need him to go back and play, you know, against men and against uh, players that have been, you know, hitting hitting the pavement for the last 10 years at intrust Super Cup level. And let's see what he can do back there. And then, we'll, you know, he'll, he'll progress through. He's, yeah. he's a good young player. He's got a good mindset as well. When you put a deadline on Cam Smith and, and say to yourself as a coach, I've just got to move on. Well, we're moving on as we speak, Sats. I mean, we haven't heard from the... You haven't got his... He might have changed numbers. I actually texted him two months ago, but he's yet to get back to me, Kevy. <laughs> well, I, I, texted him, I texted him two months ago as well, and I'm still every time the phone beeps or text. Oh, this will be Smithy now, but no. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're moving on. We're moving on regardless. Look, if he becomes available, obviously we'd be interested, but if not, we're just getting on with things. We've got you know, more than capable players here at the club. Jake Turpin is one that'll get a, you know, an opportunity this weekend to, to show his words. Jake missed most of last year as well. So um, it's a great opportunity for him this weekend and into round one to, to show us what he can do with the nine jumper here at the Broncos. Kevy, we've got a lot of Parramatta supporters that uh, listen to our show in Sydney as well. So when they travel to Suncorp Stadium February 12th, that's uh, the Friday night game, what do Parramatta fans, what are they going to see from the Brisbane Broncos? What do you want to see? Well, I want to see a committed team from, from the Brisbane side. We know what Parramatta can do. We've seen a lot of them in the last couple of years really blow the Broncos, you know, off mm. the field, particularly um, uh, the last sort of 12 to 18 months. So, yeah, they're, they're a good side. They're well coached. And they're good, experienced players. So from our point of view, we just want to, you know, go out there and make our supporters and all of our fans and our team and our, our players, we want to put in a performance that we can be really proud of. You know, we need to be courageous, we need to be brave, we need to be all those things that you need to be, you know, in round one. That'll be a tough encounter for us. So I think they were top four side last year, Parramatta. So 
they're in good touch um, from last year, and you know it's a great way to start the season for us. You know, at Suncorp Stadium against a, a classy side like the Eels, um, it, it's a great challenge for our guys. But I'm sure we'll be ready for the Eels, fellas. Don't worry about that, Sats. We'll be ready, big fella. Are you excited, Kevy? Are you excited or nervous? No, I'm excited. Rugby league's you know it's been a, a huge part of my life, and uh, it's been a, a long time um, you know working away. Uh, from a playing point of view and also a coaching point of view to, to get myself back to the Broncos and in the role that I'm in at the moment. So I'm, I'm really genuinely excited about what lies ahead. Look, we know rugby league's a tough sport and there's lots of highs and lots of lows and I expect that this season from the Broncos. But above all, you know, I, I love uh, being involved in the game, particularly love, you know, coaching the Broncos. So I'm going to enjoy myself regardless of what happens throughout the season. Yeah, good on you, Kevy. We love you, mate. Thanks for your time today on, on Sports Day. And good luck for 2021 just against all teams but the Rabbitohs, mate. Take, take it easy on them, OK? <laughs> That's all right. We'll get amongst everyone this year, the Bronx. Let's go, Broncos. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.